next Tuesday night. George Sells with you. KMOX is at your service for the next couple of hours. A lot going on today. Right, talk about as much of it as we can. Uh, give you a little idea of what we're going to be getting into. And by the way, the phone line's open tonight. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. And looking to talk coming up first about... COVID and your holiday plans, and are you feeling like things are taking a weird turn? And when I say taking a weird turn, are you having a little bit of deja vu right now to March of 2020 during the the first big spike, which led to the shutdown? Are you having a little bit of deja vu to last fall when we had another big spike and you know, pro sports football games were being delayed and moved all over the place. Right now, I'm looking up at a TV screen, and the Seahawks and the Rams are playing. Not unusual that they would be playing their division foes, but they're playing on a Tuesday. This does not happen in normal circumstances, but here we are once again in this place where everything was feeling kind of normal and getting back to normal, and all of a sudden... Omicron comes up and it just, here we go, off to the races. It's just taking off again. Uh, we don't know if this is as deadly as some of the other, as the Delta variant, for example. What we do know is it is the most contagious one yet. And the fact that it went from 10% of new cases in the country to 74% of new cases in the country in about a week uh, should be telling us something. So, and all this happens, it's like this perfect storm. All this happens as we sit here, what, four days before Christmas? Is that right? Yeah, four days till Christmas. Get out to the mall, get your shopping done. (laughs) Just don't stand too close to the people that you're crowded into the store with. So, I want to get into that. I want to talk to you about a couple of different things. I want to know, does this feel like it's about to get weird again. Also want to know, are you going to change your your holiday plans? Or are you to the point, I know a lot of people are to the point that kind of a, this been there, done that thing. It's we've, we've been through all this. We've been through the shutdowns. We have a basic idea of how to navigate through. Uh, you know, some people have taken the approach of you know, getting vaccinated, wearing masks, getting boosters, doing all the things that we're being told to do. I am in that camp. Others have taken other routes, and you know, I may not agree with you, but we can get into that later. But uh, you know, I you get this feel that people are so sick of this that they're going to try to just will it away, and that scares me a little bit. That just sounds a little. That could get a little ugly if we just ignore it. Uh, And everybody just goes off and does their thing for the holidays and decides that it's not going to exist and we should be fine because even if you even if you're vaccinated, I mean, the number of breakthroughs is coming up. It's rising. So I want to know what your feelings are on this. We're going to get into that in the next segment. Give us a call. 314-436-7900. Join the conversations. We want to know what you what you think on the subject and not just that you the NHL is involved in this. Uh, Chicago has just put forth a uh, basically a vaccine mandate for 
getting into pretty much any public building. You want to go out to dinner? You better have your you better have your vaccine card with you. So we'll get into that in a few minutes. Uh, coming up later on this hour, friend of the show Dan Buffa, great Twitter follow, and also a movie critic that you'll catch around on Fox Two and some other places. He's also a big sports guy. You can find his writing online quite a bit. And uh, Dan is going to join us, and we're going to talk about the upcoming award season. You know, we, we got back to having movies in theaters this year, but it's still been a little different from how this whole thing usually plays out. So what we're going to do is talk about some of the movies that you ought to be watching out for. I don't know about you. I try to, my wife and I, we make it our mission to try to see all of the Best Picture nominees before the Oscars come around. We don't always succeed. Uh, it's because there's usually like 10 movies and just finding the time to do all that when you have two kids and jobs and things like that uh, can be difficult to do. So Dan and I are going to talk about not only what what are the nominees looking like, but also if you got to pick three, which one should you go for? If you got to pick four, which one should, should you be going after and you know making a point of trying to see? So get into that, find out about what's out there, what the, what the package is this year. Uh, next hour, we'll talk a little bit about gift ideas. <laughs> what are you going to do with those last-minute gifts? Where are you going to go? And oh, and a, and a warning also. I'm going to little, little teaser here, but uh, if you are a schnook shopper, I will have information about this coming weekend that you may not be aware of. In fact, you probably aren't aware of, and you desperately need to know. Here's a hint: the day after Christmas will not let you bail out on <laughs> bail yourself out from not making any grocery run earlier. Planning will be required. So we'll get into all that. Talk a little bit about uh, Metrolink. You know, the big infrastructure package went through a few weeks ago and uh, you know, we're seeing the gas prices going all over the place. Uh, we're seeing now uh, the, the emission standards for cars going up. You know, these are all things that, may or may not change people's approach to how they get around. Uh, what will the Metrolink look like? And will you be able to hop on the Metrolink and go to places around town that you couldn't go before? Sounds like a possibility. We'll get into that a little bit. Want to hear from you? And again, the number 314-436-7900. We're going to get started with some of this COVID conversation. A lot of news happening today. A lot of things you need to hear about and uh, need to be thinking about as we move toward Christmas just four days away. I'm George Sells. It's KMOX at your service. It's 813. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Eight eighteen in the evening on a Tuesday. KMOX at your service. I'm George Sells with you until 10 o'clock. Four days to Christmas. And are your plans changing? Have you given it any thought? Are you getting a little antsy? Because all of a sudden, things feel weird. Let me set the scene for you. As I mentioned in the last segment, it is a Tuesday night and there is... Not one, but two NFL football games. There are one or two NFL football games on television right now. That's just a little bit weird. It's not supposed to be. We only saw that last football season when we were still in the thick of 2020, which we thought was going to be the worst of it. And football games were being thrown everywhere every time you could play them because teams were becoming inundated with COVID-19 and going through various ways of trying to get around it, trying to get on the field with enough players, couldn't always do that. And it felt like we were past all this. You know, you didn't have, you didn't have all the craziness over the summer during baseball season, for example. So it just kind of felt like it's different. You know, we got different rules, but we're getting back to normal. Football season started. It was normal. College football got through basically the whole season in college football without mass cancellations and reshifting of games and players missing constantly. We got through all that, and now all of a sudden, and and I remember how this started. Go back to March 2020. Remember when this all started, the very beginning of it, and there was 
a news conference after a Utah Jazz game, one of their players was making fun of questions about COVID. I think it was Rudy Gobert. And he, like, went, I think he, he, like, licked a microphone. He did something just, you know, very unsanitary and gross. And then, like, literally it was hours later it's announced that he did have COVID. And then... That their game was called off and it just snowballed. And then the whole NBA season was stopped in what seemed like a matter of hours. And at the same time, baseball spring training was going on. Remember that Cardinals game? They were playing the Marlins. And literally, baseball is announcing that they're shutting down and the Cardinals are still out there playing a spring training game. And it pretty much was like, okay, end the game, go get your stuff, and we'll see you in a few months. Done. Hockey, same thing. Everything came to a screeching halt. And hockey is where it started this time. And it, this has been an ongoing you know, clips of news in hockey over the last several days. It starts with, with a couple of games needing to be postponed because teams have lost too many players to COVID. And the Blues were dealing with this. You know, half the team was out. They were still able to play, but they lost a lot of guys to COVID. They lost the captain at one point. They lost uh, uh, Jordan Bennington, the goaltender, at one point. A lot of other guys, and so that. But then the other teams had enough that they had to cancel games. And then all of a sudden, and this is the one that really jumped out at me: when the NHL comes out and says we are going to cancel all games that involve border crossings, I want you to think about that for a second. They see this, and they're talking. You know, they're talking to the Canadian government, and they're talking to the United States government, and they're seeing the situation as unstable enough, spinning enough, that they don't want to take the chance of any of their teams getting trapped in the wrong country if, at the snap of a finger, borders get closed. And that's a few days ago, and then. Keep moving ahead. Now they now they're saying they've shut down the season for the next few days. They're going to basically they're extending the the Christmas break that the NHL always takes. Nobody else takes that break. The NHL that's just one of those nice traditions that they have kept up over the years. They're they're extending that break, but that's done. And obviously they're in a position now that they could just continue to cancel games if need be. So you've got that with hockey. Wondering how long it's going to be until. Hockey gets back. You see where I'm going with all this. It all feels a little weird. And as far as our own lives, four days to Christmas, we're all planning to get together with our families. And while nobody yet is saying don't get together with your families, there are plenty of people, plenty of experts, including right here in St. Louis with the Metropolitan St. Louis COVID-19 task force that are really beating the drum now about even more than they were about the need for wearing masks in public and the need for vaccination. Take a couple of minutes. I want you to hear what uh, Dr. Alex Garza, who's the head of the local task force, had to say today. Really, as we talk about this, we, we worry that we're headed towards this perfect storm where we have a highly transmissible virus in Omicron. We have a high number of people that are susceptible to that virus in our communities. As you know, we have reduced public health capabilities and our hospitals are already full with uh, more and more COVID patients being admitted every day. 
And on top of this, our, our workforce is really exhausted and they're demoralized and it and it's it's tough to see where we can pull in any sort of reserves to help out with with the influx of patients. Now, I, I used to teach a course in emergency management and I taught my students that disasters occur when hazards times vulnerability outstrip capability. And if you think about that in, in our current experience, we have a hazard in the form of a virus and we have a very vulnerable population and we really have a limited capability uh, to care for our patients right now uh, because of those staffing issues and because of the level of patients that we're seeing. So really the only levers that we can pull to become less vulnerable are through vaccinations and public health measures. Um, and so, so you know, we're, we're asking everyone, business owners and employers and individuals to do whatever they can to decrease transmission of the virus. And one of those best ways is to wear a mask in public. Um, so, you know, as well as I do, that the research has shown time and again that these work to help blunt uh, the rise. But, but also, as you mentioned earlier, uh, we're seeing a huge surge in cases. And unfortunately, some of those people are gonna get sick enough to come into our hospitals. And if we continue on that path, it's gonna be really hard to take care of other patients such as heart attacks and car crashes and things like that. So the things that we need to do to prevent that from happening is first, if you're eligible, get that booster dose now. Uh, and I think that bears repeating. If, if you're eligible, get the booster dose now. And that's really true for healthcare workers and other people that have a high risk of exposure to the variant. Just do it now, don't wait. Do it now, don't wait, are his words about that, about getting that booster. And a lot of people haven't gotten anything yet. And and this is where you really get into the questions about the holidays. Have you got family members who have chosen not to get vaccinated? And then what do you do about that? (laughs) It's Christmas. Everybody comes over because it's Christmas. Uh, and, you know, Cousin Eddie won't get vaccinated. Tough position. I mean, really, this is a difficult position to be in. Do you disinvite Cousin Eddie? And then you cause the, the, the family rift because not only is he mad, but his mom, who's your favorite aunt, doesn't understand why you won't let him come, and she gets mad. And now you've got like the whole family nightmare. You've got, you know, Christmas vacation part two going on with the with angry in-laws and, and loved ones and that sort of thing. And you don't have to go any farther than the local Facebook page to find that these days anyway. So you don't really need to turn it into something that's live and in person. But the other side of that coin is if you decide, okay, I'm going to be the nice guy or the nice gal and not do that. What happens if somebody gets sick? And it goes beyond just making somebody have to put up with being sick. I mean, you heard what Dr. Garza was saying. They are having legitimate concerns again about hospitals, about treating car crash victims and heart attack victims. I mean, think about that for a second. So many people from COVID in there, and our numbers are up again. We're seeing the highest number of cases now since... January here in the St. Louis area. And you're seeing similar graphs all around the country. Uh, Remains to be seen at this point as to whether the Omicron is as deadly as 
you know, the Delta or some of these other variants. I mean, I think we've really only seen one death from the Omicron variant so far uh, that we've heard reported. Now, there are a zillion reasons why there's probably more than that, but we just, they haven't been confirmed as that yet because there's testing and autopsies and all sorts of stuff and that have to happen and sometimes don't. You know, not everybody gets an autopsy when they die. So if one has to be ordered and if they're going to do that to try to determine this, you got all those kinds of questions. And and that's another topic for another day. But, you know, this is proving to be the most contagious one we've seen yet. Everybody thought Delta was bad. And now Omicron saying, hold my beer. We went from 10% of new cases being Omicron to 74%, I believe it is of new cases being Omicron in a, in a matter of a week and a half. So this thing, it's out there. It's legit. And when we, when we talk about getting the families together, you know, what's, what, what is this going to look like exactly? And that's a concern. A lot of people are really worried about that. They don't want to start the family feud, but not starting the family feud could cause somebody to get sick. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, school systems are worried. I work for the St. Louis Public Schools. Um, You know, the final messages uh, that our superintendent, Dr. Kelvin Adams, put out uh, to families, today was the last day of school, and kind of his last word was, please, please, please be careful. Please, please keep following the directives that are out there as far as masking in public places, please get vaccinated, all these things, because what they don't want to see happen is a bunch of kids go off at the holidays and all the rules get thrown out the window and a bunch of them come back sick. And then we're dealing with all the things that go along with that uh, upon the return to school. That is not something that anybody wants. And, you know, there are districts out in the county I know that are also, I mean, it's a, it's a topic of conversation in every district in the area. Uh, out, out in the county, there are some very severe worries. I think even more worries because so many of those school boards have voted in the last couple of weeks to come back with a, they're calling it mask recommended. That's a nice euphemism. It's basically you don't have to wear a mask if you don't want to anymore. So how do you think? Most 15-year-olds are going to react to that. Um, But they're going to come back with that after everybody's been with their families and not under the watchful eye of the teacher that's making you pull the mask up over your nose all day and keeping you from spreading germs. And it's like the the logic in jumping, getting away from masks – right after everybody's been gone for two weeks and around a bunch of people that they're not normally around is absolutely idiotic to me. I do not get that. You know, my kids are in the Kirkwood district. I will call out the Kirkwood district on this one. I mean, come on. They're going to come back on, they're going to come back on January 3rd after everybody being God knows where for two weeks and ah, go ahead and take the mask off. You should be fine now. With the most contagious, very most contagious version of this yet out there, it just not does not make a whole lot of sense. It's eighty eight thirty two. I'm George Sells. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, 
you deserve Medela. If you've persevered through, you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Camelot's at your service, 8.36, Tuesday night in downtown St. Louis. Got kind of a Christmassy look outside, I guess, just looking out a window onto a dark park, but always that feel of the, the, the look of winter that you see sometimes when you, when you take a peek out the window like that. Always something nice to see. Uh, so, we're going to do a quick change of gears had one thing planned for now. I'm going to put that on hold for a second and uh, want to talk a little bit about what is everybody doing for that magical Christmas gift that you haven't thought of and where are you going to get it? And what's the, what is the best way? It's, it's so strange. It's like anymore, we bought so much stuff online this year and last year too. It's, it seems like it's more every year. But uh, this year, it's like, I don't know why. It just seems to me like the whole season blew by a little bit faster. And you're a little more apprehensive about buying stuff online because you don't know when it's going to show up. Amazon's been pretty good so far, but we've been hearing all the horror stories about uh, the backups with FedEx and with the Postal Service, UPS, uh, because of you know a variety of reasons between people shipping a lot of stuff and shortages in personnel seemingly everywhere. Um I had an experience of my own with FedEx where they kept saying that your item is on a truck and it was like on a truck for days is what it sounded like. Have you had anything happen to you like this? 314-436-7900 is the number. 314-436-7900. Wondering if, uh, if you've had any shipping issues and also wondering if you have, uh, you know, gotten done and if not, where are you going? Is it the mall? We're, we're past ordering online at this point. I think that's pretty clear. So the question becomes, is it going to be the mall? Is it going to be the trip to Macy's, elbow your way through God knows how many people and, uh, and try to get through and make that happen? I don't know about you. I'm like, yeah, the idea of going to the mall just sounds like such a hassle. We get lazy, don't we? When you can just... Hit a few buttons on your laptop or your phone, and it shows up two days later on your doorstep. That's just that's just so much easier than finding a parking space and pushing your way through people and all that kind of stuff. It's just, eh, who wants it? I, I don't want to deal with that kind of thing, but I may have to because there are a couple of things I still have to pick up. 
So what do you do? And what do you get? You know, I've, I've complained about shopping for my father before on this program. He's impossible just because he sees something he wants and he buys it. So I have one item and I'm not going to, for fear you might be listening, I'm not going to tell you what the one main item is that I came across that I, I think will be a fun one for him this year. But when you go beyond like the, the big, that's the cool gift item, what do you do? Is it clothes? It's weird shopping for clothes for a you know 70-some-year-old man. <laughs> it's like my wife does a better job at it, than, at it than I do, but she has better taste than I do, and she'd be the first to tell you that. <laughs> but we, we, we make these calls, but it's like, so now let's go to Macy's and figure some stuff out on that front. And you got the kiddos, and you got what's going on there, and uh, – Boy, it's just a lot. There's just a there's just a lot on the plate as we go th- as we go through this entire process. And I'm just I'm just wondering because I, I do hear people complaining. People are always complaining. Let's face it. But I do hear people complaining about th- that situation and just how unnerving it is when you're stuck. You have no idea. You don't trust the delivery system, so you're not going to go online. You don't want to go to the mall. Can. And, you know, the folks at the mall, I'm sure the, the fine folks at the gallery in West County are working very hard to make it a nice experience. So I apologize to them, not trying to make anybody mad or insult anybody's, you know, work that they've done to prepare themselves for the, for the big mall trip. Don't want to do that. But at the same time, you know, it's it's just it's a hassle, right? That's pretty much how, how that plays itself out. And speaking of hassles, this is, this is your public service announcement that I was teasing earlier. Grocery shopping. Now, we all know that the grocery stores close early on Christmas Eve and that they're closed on Christmas. This is nothing new. Uh, And we all know to stock up on whatever we're going to need to get us through Christmas Day because otherwise you're out of luck unless you think they're going to still have it in the the freezer section at Walgreens because nobody else is open. But Curveball this year, at least for Schnook shoppers, and uh, our friends at Schnooks, not only are they going to be closed on Saturday for Christmas, they are going to be closed all day Sunday as well, December 26th. So... If that's your your main option for groceries, uh, Houston, we have a problem. You're you've got you've got basically nothing from about six o'clock at night on New, on Christmas Eve to Monday morning. And I guess we can go find another store that's open, and I'm sure some of them will be. But uh, that is that was a I saw that today, and I was like, wow, I have never heard of anybody doing that. Kind of interesting how. The pandemic has has affected change in so many different ways. Among them, you know, two years ago, it's we're talking about whether or not stores should be open on Thanksgiving Day for the start of the shopping season, and people are like, "Hell yeah!" And now it's nobody's open on Thanksgiving Day, and now the, the day after Christmas is is game to close. Yeah, those are those are. I would think the day after Christmas would be a big money maker for grocery stores, and it speaks to 
the the shortage of workers out there how because that's a big that's got to be a big part of this they're short staffed anyway people are going on vacation for the holidays they probably just don't have enough people in half their stores to open them so it's easier to just close didn't see that one coming did you but here we are 843 I'm George Sells you're listening to KMOX <laughs> 848 Tuesday night, KMOX at your service. George Sells with you up until 10 o'clock. As I promised earlier, we need that primer. What are the movies we're going to try to watch during the our Christmas vacation, during the holidays? Got to, got to start figuring out what are the ones we need to see as we get into award season. Joining me now on the line, Dan Buffa, who is... Kind of the renaissance man of movie critics around uh-huh. town. He's He's been many a place. Dan, how are you? I'm doing pretty well, man. I, I can't believe that we're just a few days away here from Christmas. It seems like we're in some kind of surreal movie, movie-like world. It's, it's yeah, it's definitely the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I'm it's completely aghast that it's four days away. <laughs> I mean, just completely <laughs> lost on that. Well, a lot of people are going to spend time either going to the movies, trying to see stuff on streaming, that sort of thing. Uh, I've got a bunch from some various memberships I've got. I've got a bunch of screeners sitting at home that I haven't even had a chance to crack. You were getting stuff earlier, and as a film critic, it is your job to sit down and watch those movies. Great gig, by the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> so tell me. So I, what I want to get into is like if, if we're making a list of what are the things we need to see uh, both b- before award season and what to seek out first. What what are some of your favorites so far? I, I think a few of mine are kind of unconventional. There's a lot of the awards fair with West Side Story, directed by Spielberg, which is good. I didn't get a big kick out of it because I thought that it didn't do a crazy improvement on the original. So for me, it was admirable and serviceable, but I didn't leave that film wanting to scream about it to other people, even though it's getting a lot of awards attention. For me, Licorice Pizza and Come On, Come On are two of the movies that I'm really liking. They're getting a lot of uh, awards attention. We just voted uh, Licorice Pizza into our I think they, yeah, we, we we voted that best picture in our St. Louis Film Critics uh, Award. So, so tell me about Licorice Pizza. What's the what's the basic run of that film? So Paul Thomas Anderson directed it. He was the guy that did the old fashioned There Will Be Blood with Daniel Day Lewis. So this is a Ooh. much lighter shade of pale. He also did Magnolia with Tom Cruise. So he, I, I like to say he did his uh, Cameron Crow best here. It's just kind of an old fashioned seventies tale about you know a, a woman, a young woman in her twenties who finds who herself kind of drawn to those kind of that, to those teenagers, you know, because they, you know, they're younger and they have more energy and they, they go on these adventures and she falls for a young man called uh, Gary. And he's played by Cooper Hoffman, who is the Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late actor's son, making his screen debut. Elena Heim plays the lady and these two, they just make a great little, it's kind of more of a friendship a relationship than anything romantic. They're more like just two people that go on adventures together. And Bradley Cooper probably has one of the best cameos of all time playing a very crazy John Peters. And it's just, the whole cast is great. And it really has a great, a great soundtrack. It's easy to watch. And I think almost any age group can appreciate it. It sounds like it's good. it's got that almost famous kind of vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of got a lot of that. I guess like Paul Thomas Anderson doesn't usually make a lighter movie. 
And I'm not saying this is really a very light comedy or it's just kind of a coming of age tale because you have a, a 15 year old kid who, who kind of acts like he's 21. He kind of, he, you know, he's an entrepreneur. He's looking past school. He's already got his life, what he wants to do. And then you have this older woman who's kind of stuck in that teenage wasteland who doesn't really want to get out of it. And they kind of fall into each other's worlds. And again, you know, any movie with a great soundtrack to me, you, you already have a leg up in the race. You could be a, a terrible screenplay and acting, but this movie has those, those things are off the charts. They're both great. And then you also have a great soundtrack that makes everything that much better. And tell me about the other one you were, you were bringing up. I think, come on, come on. Now this is kind of a, it hasn't really gotten a huge release here in, in St. Louis. It's been out for a few weeks. It stars the, the ever so talented, really one of the best Joaquin Phoenix, he plays kind of a radio journalist, and his job in this movie is to go around the country to schools and talk to young kids and ask them very, very important questions. Ask them the kind of questions you would ask politicians because we all know the kids are going to give better answers. So that's the gist of the movie. And then he gets to take his nephew, played by young Woody Norman, on his job with them. And, of course, you know, Phoenix's character, is kind of, he's kind of been a recluse. He doesn't really hang around. He doesn't have a relationship. He has a sister, but this nephew kind of wakes them up and they kind of start having their own little adventures as they kind of, you know, I guess enliven each other's lives. I mean, you have this grown man and this, you know, uncle and this nephew make this kind of connection. So I think it's a well written and very well acted movie, but it also kind of, it presents all these answers from all these kids across the, the country and the interviews they did in the movie are actually real. Oh, that's like cool. They, 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 yeah, they, they just had Joaquin Phoenix sitting there playing a character named Johnny, and they told the kids, "Hey, you're just gonna." And Joaquin Phoenix is gonna ask you some, you know, some heady questions. You know, some just give them some raw answers, and the answers are great. And if anybody listening knows the band The National, the yeah. two brothers behind that band, they score the movie, they create the music for the movie. Okay. So once again. You have an incredibly, you know, well-paced soundtrack, and just a movie that I think is a feel-good, but a, a different kind of variety of feel-good. It just kind of makes you start thinking all, you know, all the good things about life and all the people in it. Okay, we've got about a minute. I've been listening to my high school student son complain about reading Shakespeare, as all <laughs> teenagers have, and I see the tragedy of Macbeth popping up over and over again is something to watch for uh, this season. Have you gotten a chance to, to sample that one? This is a movie where I am going to be in the minority, George. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I wasn't a big fan of it. And it, it's directed by just one Cohen brother, Joel Cohen, And it's got a big cast. Francis McDormand, Denzel, Brendan Gleeson. For me, I found it to be more of actors trying to inhabit roles than really getting good performances. Now, again, it's getting great reviews, but for me, it was dull in the second half, and then it became laughable, but not in a good way, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. First half was great. This is great actors, but then the second half, it's like you just see Denzel trying to play Macbeth, and it's just, it, it never really clicked for me. And You're talking about one of the best actors of all time. So okay. getting great reviews, but I'll stand on my minority and say that it's not that great. But then again... Uh -huh. Let me interrupt. Yeah. Let me interrupt you. I'm up against a break. Can you hang out through the news and we can continue this conversation? 
Sure, man. Yeah, I can hang. Hold on for us for one second. I'm George Sells, Camo X, at your service. Back in a moment.